0: So you have OnlyFans. What do you do on the OnlyFans? You just jerk off and stuff, or? Uh,
1: I do that sometimes. Wow! Do you I, have a lot of followers? Uh, it it, it pays for the fucking. Oh
0: room. my god! I'm telling you, I <laughs> just wish me I. Oh, I love my father so much, and you know, I just he disowned me for sure. But first, a word from our sponsors.
1: Hotmovies.com has long been an ethical and affordable place to hashtag pay for some of your porn. Now, with Hot Movies Select, customers gain access to unlimited viewings of tens of thousands of additional films from all their favorite studios for the low, low price of $24.95. Visit hotmovies.com, click Select Unlimited, and use promo code MANHORE at checkout so they know who sent you. Now, let's get to the show. Welcome to the MANHOR Podcast. Big boys don't cry on first dates. Big boys don't cry on first dates. Hey, welcome to the show. This week, everybody, I've gone fellow comedian and host of The Shift podcast, as uh, as well as a lass who uh, does not want to see you cry on a first date, Katie Boyle, everybody. Very excited to share my conversation with her in a little bit, uh, but first... Wow, still so much conversation going on about uh that Connell Barrett episode from a couple weeks back, right? The dating coach guy. I wanted to read some things posted in our Discord server, the Champagne Room, because there's been a uh, quite the quite the spectrum of reactions. Like we've got Russ F here who's saying, "Hey, I just listened to ep 387 because the email in 388 made me very curious." And wow, that rooftop bar story that's something i would likely never ever do he's rather lucky she responded positively to it because i imagine quite a few people would be a bit freaked out and yeah yeah that rooftop bar story that wasn't even the story that uh that earned an angry email last week uh, th- this story was where he like went to go get her a drink she comes back she's flirting or talking to all these other you know finance bro guys and he physically grabbed her arm and pulled her away Which she thought was super sexy and hot and confident, cool, good for her, but I think a lot of us tensed up and were like, ooh, oh no, some people would not enjoy that. But then again, other people found the episode quite helpful, like we got Pycraft here saying, I honestly have to say, holy shit, this episode came right when I needed it. I've just met someone, and yes, while we are into each other, my indecisiveness does bug her. So talking about confidence, comfortability, and such definitely helps get the cogs in my brain turning. And Bike Girl 72 here is like, hey, I loved hearing about the inner working of the penis owner on Getting Girls. Perhaps we were all a little anxious. Shout out to the spider in the Patreon episode. Oh, yeah, that one was scary. Uh, and, then, and then I want to read one more gem here from Wido, who writes, I like this episode and wonder if other people are skeptical of the abandonment of pickup artistry. I really liked the end of the podcast when Billy brought up the issue about intruding on some woman just trying to read her book in the park. Connell Barrett's response defending it seems to me to be fairly tone deaf. His focus is building confidence in men. And if some women get unwanted attention, well, I guess that's what happens. For all Barrett's talk about empathy previously, he never addresses that woman's experience. All of these uh, interesting, thoughtful, insightful opinions uh, popping off in our episode discussion channel on discord. We got channels just for sharing memes and selfies. There's one channel just for sex toy recommendations. How about that? And it's not always orgies and butt stuff over there. We've got channels on parenting, on books. There, uh, the new cannabis channel has been popping off like crazy for a bunch of stoners. So we would love to see you join the conversation, or you can always come by and just observe at manwhorepod.com slash discord. I had quite a few topics that uh, you know, I've been writing down over the past few days of, of what I want to talk about in this week's monologue and I do not want to rant for too long on any one topic I want to get y'all to the meat of this bad boy to me and Katie Boyle but you know I got some thoughts on some stuff we got Laurel Hubbard who is uh, looking like she's going to be the first openly transgender Olympic athlete go you she's a weightlifter out of New Zealand who began transitioning back in like 2013 of course the internet is ablaze with, oh my god, look at these trans women just coming in and taking our spots. But uh, hey, she qualifies for all the rules. You know, her her testosterone levels were within the parameters, you know. The there and there are parameters. I did look it up because I don't like to have uninformed opinions. I think if you have an opinion and you refuse to read an article past the headline on that opinion, I think you should shut the fuck up. And have your opinion alone to yourself in your mind. You're the reason why we had January 6th riots. You're the reason why we stayed inside our home all the time. Because you just wouldn't believe science that you don't understand. I could tell you right now that the IOC guideline is you, your testosterone level has to be under 10 anomalies per liter for a year prior to competition and throughout whatever eligibility time is going on during the competition. And right then and there, if you had any inkling of, like, whether or not trans women should be competing, and I just told you it has to be under 10 anomalies per liter for this period of time, at that point, you should say, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Why is that? Because you don't know what an anomaly is. I don't know what an anomaly is. I don't even know if I'm saying an anomaly correctly. All I need to know is that a bunch of groups of a bunch of smart people with degrees in things that I don't have because I chose to drink a lot of alcohol in college got together and they came up with some sort of quantifiable metric. Under 10 anomalies. Some like some world athletics organizations require it's five or less anomalies per liter or whatever. And yes, it is good to have a frame of reference, which the article did have because I read the fucking thing. Uh, And apparently the range for for men is like 7.7 to 29.2 or something in anomalies per liter. So, so you know, the Olympics require that you got to be on the low end of that range and, and other organizations require you're even below that. So can you all chill the fuck out and let the experts handle it? Anyways, uh, I'm rooting for Laurel. I hope she wins the fucking gold, slams it down and says, suck my sack. Uh, just to remind you about trash politics, Ron DeSantis signed a law, I think it was earlier this year or last year, that removes any sort of civil liability for using your car to run into a crowd of protesters who are in the street. You you can you can hit them with your car and not be sued after the fact because of that law. Ron DeSantis saying, hey, you want to fuck up Black Lives Matter people, go for it. Well, in Wilton Manors, Florida, uh, someone used a truck to run into a queer pride parade not even a protest someone drove their truck into that crowd killed somebody just remind you like local politics matters that was a local legislature you gotta you gotta vote in the odd number years people or nothing will change uh something kind of funny some a listener of the show i mean kind of funny but kind of also weird and (laughs) disturbing but like a listener dm'd me on twitter and uh quickly into the conversation asked me how i felt about racial humor Uh, my perception is that this was a white guy. I might be wrong, but that was, he like wanted to tell me a racist joke and not hate him. And I said like, ooh, you could probably just like Venmo me 50 bucks first. And then he tried to haggle. He tried to haggle my rate for hearing his probably not funny racist joke that he proudly declared like he came up with it himself. He's like, no, 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 I want you to hear the shitty thing that I was really clever enough to put together. So he tried to be like, well, I'm not working right now. How about 20? I was like, I really just don't want to hear this for less than $50. And he was like, all right, man, I'll come back to you when I've got it, which I'm like, oh man, what if this is a really funny joke though? (laughs) Um, you know, but hey, if he comes back with the 50 bucks and I have 50 bucks, I can redistribute via Venmo on Twitter. So that happened. Uh, there's more OnlyFans panic, but uh, I am being assured that we shouldn't panic and, um, Again, if you want to know why local elections matter, uh, Google Kevin Strickland and how much bullshit that is. Uh, I finally fucked on my roof. That was pretty great. It, it's taken a couple months, but we finally achieved that. And oh, last but not least, my my uh, uh, Lyme disease is now has now jumped up above like chlamydia and gonorrhea for uh bonus i'm super scared of that kind of tree as an std because technically you could i watched i watched house you if you get a tick and then you sleep with me and the ticks on you tick could jump onto me and now i got the tick too i was driving down to see a friend down jersey shore over the weekend and i pulled over to take a whiz and i walked into like the side brush on the side of the the turnpike or whatever to take a whiz i'm i'm i walked less than four feet into all of it i was there for i don't know under a minute in my car i see crawling up my arm a fucking big ass tick it hadn't bit me didn't suck it in but like i got that motherfucking off and i got him out of the car and then as soon as i got to my friends i was like hey not to be unsexy but like i need you to check me for ticks and she thought like "Ooh, that can be really hot that can be sexy i'm like no 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 no. this is not sexy tick check this is like billy's freaking out tick check you're a mother of three i know you've done this before please do a thorough job Like, ManwhoreCon is coming up in a couple months. Hey, ManwhoreCon, everybody. And and we're going to be in upstate New York. We're going to be up in Hunter, New York. And there's going to be plenty of, like, hiking and woods and stuff. And I'm telling everybody, you better check each other for fucking ticks. If any of you give me Lyme disease, I will be so angry. Before I left the Jersey Shore to come home, like, I gave my entire, I gave that front seat, I was uh, up in there. I was just moving French fries and five guys burger crumbs just out of the way being like is there a tick over here no that's just salt okay all right everybody (laughs) i hope i didn't rant too long i got i got at least a variety of topics in short bursts in there uh before we get to katie boyle i did one one other thing i will share with you is that i was emailed this morning by a uh, an e-commerce sex toy retailer they were looking to potentially advertise here on the man whore podcast instantly asking me for rates not trying to bullshit me on anything i poked around the site it looked like one of these kind of trash e-commerce adult retailers who got their hands on a like a large bulk of low quality toys and products that they then flip like it's like like it's houses in a bad neighborhood i didn't recognize one brand name the entire website I can't say I could trust like what a lot of the stuff on that site, uh, the materials that like those toys are made out of. So I'm just like, I'm not responding to this. I'm, I'm not going to take what is basically guaranteed money for Billy. Could be as much as a, as a month's worth of rent in this deal. I'm going to, I'm going to turn down because I don't want to push bullshit on you folks. And one of the reasons I'm able to uh, to have that integrity to follow my conscience is because of uh, the, the financial confidence I have in my Patreon community. I feel less desperate. I feel like I come from more of a place of abundance to make better decisions because of the fan whores who show up for me on Patreon. Fan whores like Brooke. The recipient of this week's Fan Whore Appreciation Moment, which doesn't have a lot of details about her because I literally can't find anything. All I know is her name is Brooke. So, Brooke, you're great. Thank you. So, if you want to help keep the Man Whore Podcast funded primarily by listeners, if you want to help me keep avoiding shitty advertisers, if you want to keep avoiding me putting a bunch of episodes behind the paywall, you want to avoid me having to join some sort of sketchy network, head on over to patreon.com slash man whore podcast, even $2 a month. Like if a thousand of you right now pledged at the $2 level, Billy's going to be okay. All you got to do is your part. So if you have $2 in your monthly budget, you think you can part with and send over here. uh, I will be immensely grateful. You will be joining an amazing community of sex positive people's and Billy here can continue using his time and energy to give you dope content week in and week out. So one more time, uh, become a member today at patreon.com slash manhor podcast, Patreon P-A-T, R E-O-N dot com slash manhor Podcast. And now for this week's guest, Katie Boyle. Uh Katie's super funny. I've known her a very, very long time here in the New York City stand-up comedy scene. Uh it's been so cool watching her career rise. She hosts the Shift Podcast. It's also a podcast that talks about sex and dating. So we actually are doing a bit of a, a dual release episode here. We are we're releasing this conversation on both of our feeds. So as much as I want to tell you to go check me out on The Shift, it's going to be the same convo, but you should still go hit that follow button, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button for The Shift podcast, wherever you're listening to The Man Whore podcast. Now let's go chat with Katie Boyle. Variety is the spice of life, my friends. As a Kevin Smith movie once famously said. And our sponsor this week, hotmovies.com is celebrating their acquisition of over 250,000 adult movies. Oh my. Oh wow. So much porn in all one convenient place. They have so many movies in part, so they can offer such a variety of content for whatever you are into. Because hotmovies.com, they license porn from all your favorite porn studios, starring all your favorite porn performers, doing all your favorite porn categories. Like the other night, I, you know, I'm just, I don't know why. I'm scrolling through Twitter and I'm horny and I'm kind of touching myself. I'm thinking, I need to see a trans woman fucking around with a cisgender woman. I don't know why, just feeling like that, Venus Lux pops up into my Twitter feed all of a sudden. I'm like I need to watch Venus Lux, past man whore podcast guest, Venus Lux. So I go to hotmovies.com. I search for Venus Lux's page. That will show all the clips and all the movies. And it, it has tagged each thing she's doing in each clip in each movie at which timestamp. It's incredible. Who else is in the scene? I don't even end up watching Venus Lux. She's in a, you know, I, I click one movie there, uh, T.S. Love Fest too, and who's on the cover? But oh my gosh, uh, w- one of my little baby porn crushes, Chanel Santini, uh, with Natalie Mars and some dude with a dick I don't know, uh, who I don't care about very much. And I'm like, ah, boom! I I thought I needed one thing. I go to HotMovies.com, I find something else, and then I end up having an incredibly great session with myself and Chanel and Natalie and whoever the fuck that other dude is. So <laughs> HotMovies.com has so much porn you don't even know what you don't know you need until you get there. And hotmovies.com, they're going to give you 20 free minutes on top of any package you sign up for when you use promo code Manhor at checkout. Not for nothing, also uh, lets them know who sent you. And I, I, like getting, I like getting credit where credit is due. Go enjoy some variety and head on over to hotmovies.com. Use promo code MANHOR. Now let's get to the show.
0: Oh my god, I'm just like looking at a penis on the wall. Uh-huh. Um, wow, lots of sex stuff. But then I feel kind of guilty that I'm like, uh, <laughs> like m- maybe something I'll change. I'll be like, I have a boyfriend, and then two two weeks later, I'm like doing the intro, and I'm like, I recorded it two weeks ago.
1: <laughs> that that whole thing didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: ignore <laughs> me saying I'm so happy in this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I did that with the first post pandemic date, where like we we clicked really hard in the texting. We clicked really hard, and she wanted to do a video chat like screener. I'm like, okay. But we clicked really well in it. Yeah. So I thought, all right, this is awesome. And then since it was both <laughs> of our first like real dates out of lockdown, we actually acknowledged how there's gonna be a lot of brain chemistry fuckery going on <laughs> and this, that, and the other thing. Like I was recently on a breakup and she kinda had a thing and too and and we were like okay, let's be emotionally irresponsible with each other. Like, let's agree that we're going to say things that are emotionally inappropriate for our first date. We're going to say things we may not even really mean, but like maybe we kind of feel like we mean in the moment. We like that night, like we, we were having sex all night. And we like, we said, I love you.
0: Oh my God.
1: Just and, and it felt real in the moment, not like the next morning, but yeah. And, and, and uh, so oh the God. next day, I, I was recording the monologue for my show, and I'm like, oh my God, this, that. And we did this thing, and it was beautiful. And oh, we're going to move forward and, and start going out and see where it develops. Maybe those feelings will become real feelings. <laughs> Episode comes out the next morning, about 3 p.m. We had a date for that night, and she she calls me to be like, "Hey, you know, I'm not really feeling it." (laughs) I'm like, "Shit, I just told my audience." It feels
0: embarrassing, but still, they've all the audience have all been there, so they get it. We've all had that where we're (laughs) like that intense, and I feel like those intense questions are the ones where you're like, "Are those intense?" Um, uh, shares. Hey uh, yes those intense shares those like where you're uh, you feel like you love someone straight away is yeah. usually the one that burns out i feel <laughs> you know um it's like infatuation or something
1: yeah there's just there's a humility to come back on a microphone a week later and be like yeah, I remember work.
0: I did Tori Fiskin's podcast and, I, and she was like, uh, basically, like, I think I was like, yeah, I'm like, I think I'm in love with this guy and stuff like that. And then when I said I was in love with him, I realized I wasn't in love with him. And then she was like, oh, the podcast just dropped. And I was like, I can never listen to this. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I felt like so embarrassed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's a good time to say like... Oh, oh it's oh, fun is we should probably introduce each other. I'm going to say that I'm here right now with <sighs> with fellow comedian and and sex podcaster Katie Boyle.
0: And I'm here with fellow comedian <laughs> and also sex podcaster, uh, Billy Presida.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to each other.
0: And I just saw you have sex points. That's why I got distracted when I accidentally said questions because I was like, I interviewed her.
1: As, a, as did I, which oh, I noticed so when I was doing in, uh, research for her, I found her episode oh of your God. show. Oh my God. She's amazing. She is a fucking hoot. And, and so so we thought we would do a fun dual uh a dual uh release episode we're gonna yeah. drop the same thing on both our feeds and so we'd have an opportunity to kind of like interview each other uh, even though we both have like a very similar conversational interview style it yeah, seems
0: we have the chats
1: <laughs> and uh and to prevent me from interrupting you too much that's okay <laughs> <laughs> um we thought it might be fun to 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 trade barbs to trade questions yeah. uh i think the first one i'll go just to piggyback off, off what we were just talking about so you've been doing your show your podcast for uh, two years now yeah. uh, how's been the adjustment of oversharing your personal life on the internet
0: i feel like when i first started doing it i would wake up every morning after we release an episode with like regret like what have i done <laughs> uh, and then i got used to it because the payoff is so much better because i feel like for me I learned so much like it was like the podcast has been like therapy and uh like helped me grow that sounds really pathetic but you know what I mean I feel like in all the relationship advice I've heard or all the people who we've interviewed and they've shared their story I feel like I've learned so much so it's like i'm happy in that regard and i but i was also really worried that it would affect like relationships and like dating and mm. that's always been in the back of my mind a little bit but
1: have you had a lot of first dates that start with like uh so i listen to the podcast
0: um they don't admit it but there's definitely been guys who i know have because they say stuff that i'm like mm, okay that's, that's from episode 27 <laughs> yeah that's a bit that's like a bit much <laughs> Um, so it's like they're already going in there with all this information about you, um, which is hard. I feel like because they already have a picture of you. That's not. It's like a version of me, but that's not. I'd rather like to get to know someone slowly, and then secondly, then men are afraid that they're going to be on the podcast or they're going to be material. But then again, it's like if you're not a dickhead, you don't to worry about. Like my boyfriend now has, you know, and he's even said like certain things, like, um, well. Now, he said I can talk about whatever I want on my Patreon, but he knows there's only like fifty five people. Right. He's so. like, Well, that's beyond
1: a paywall. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I know that's the numbers for that
0: <laughs> <one."> <laughs> But he's he's also he's a comedian as well, so he's like pretty cool with it. But I think regular guys are a bit like, Oh, Jesus, I'd be worried now if my or like what their family thinks, like this, is this... and like the thing is like I'm not posting like naked photos or whatever like i know you did naked yoga but i honestly feel like as a woman there's like all these levels of shame and stuff so like because i talk about sex i can't do that Mm. and i mean i could
1: do you think people would take you less serious your opinions on sexuality less seriously if you were no
0: i think because i think the women who do that are great Uh i just know that for me it's like all i before it's like all these steps so like a levels in a game so But when I was started doing the podcast, I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? I'm talking about sex. Like, that's so shameful. And then the more I did it, I was like, actually, this is important. We should be talking about it. But it's so it's just more like I've come from a place where women don't really talk about that. Women don't really do it. So I don't feel like I only started posting like bikini pictures. Like, I think I posted two (laughs) this year. And it's because I'm like still dealing with all of that shame and stuff so i think that i love that i've started doing this the podcast because i'm like realizing that there is all these things for women that it's like we're putting in these boxes mm. so if you're if you're talking about sex or you're also posting naked pictures you're also doing only fans you should be allowed to do all of those things yeah. but there is there's still that like uh, like i just i physically just talk about sex and i just write jokes about it and i get messages from guys being like God, you're such a whore and I'm like. so do you know does that make yeah. sense it's like i'm also not willing to deal with that just yeah i don't want to do an OnlyFans. i i think it's great that people do that i don't want to do naked yoga <laughs> by the way and, by <laughs> the way you
1: should see the way her eyes just roll twitched in the, into yeah. the back of her head i mean <laughs> i think thought of it.
0: i think it's so great that people do that and you make so much money but i just know like it wouldn't It's that's a thing that I like. I, I, you know, I just want to keep I want to keep my masturbation or whatever to myself and my partner. And that's okay too. But I would never I think it's great that people like one of my friends, she made like 60 grand and she's like happy with that. And, you know, and it's like, yeah
1: it's like get it get it and so it sounds like doing the podcast is helping you break out of a box
0: exactly thank you that was my long arse way of saying that <laughs> <laughs> that's okay we got time to fill it's yeah, like, <laughs> it just yeah i'm i'm happy so it's like i'm yeah I, I feel like it was good that i started doing what about you when you started oversharing how did you feel about it but you're a man Uh, yeah but like i'm being
1: but like i'm being like i mean episode one is me saying like oh why won't anyone love me right so it's like it's not even me it's not you know it's not bitches i banged with billy persida which is a great podcast title for a shitty podcast yeah uh but so so it's like from the get-go i was talking about more emotions and feelings and yeah like sometimes i'm going vulnerable
0: for a man yeah
1: yeah so it's like i wasn't Man, man, fist bump. Yeah. It was more like, like I'm getting laid. I go to sex part. You know, I go to group sex, but I just want someone to love me for <laughs> me. That was my problem. I had women would sleep with me, but they wouldn't date me. Yeah, I wanted to know why.
0: That's and, great. Yeah.
1: So it's like I, I think I was most nervous about not oversharing because as a comic, I'd already been oversharing, and you know, I was kind of raised in a culture of talking about your feelings incessantly. But I was nervous about. The perception of me um, with this face, uh, yeah. doing a sex podcast, and it being like, ugh, this man talking about his fucking and his dick and a, ugh, yeah. and he looks like the guy who did or said the thing to me in college and uh ah. mm-hmm. and so I, I think I was nervous about people seeing the name of the podcast, looking at my face, and having a perception of what I do instead of actually like judging me on the content itself.
0: Yeah, and that makes sense. I think yeah, if someone, most people don't read captions or blurbs, so they just see man whore and they're like, oh, okay, he's talking about all the people he's fucked. But like, I think when you describe it, it's like, yeah, that's great. Because people, there is people who just sleep around and they're like, I want a girlfriend or a boyfriend and trying to step out of that.
1: Yeah, like, you know, we can be whores with hearts of gold, you know, like we can, we can want other things like, like the. I don't know all the sex stuff i feel like is should be the least interesting thing about me but uh you yeah. know some people are like oh yay
0: i think it's really interesting so let's say for me i'd wait till the third date to have sex which is like mm-hmm. oh okay that's like that sounds like proper you know but i've had a fucking lot of third dates so it's just an <laughs> interesting
1: third dates you didn't even want but you're like well i want to at least get I to the sex the- part yes. so i will go through a shitty <laughs> second date just to get to see if this dick is good
0: so i can deal with my own shame and it's like funny because let's say you could be like you're talk about your podcast manhole about all the people you've just ha- slept with once but i've also slept with a lot of people that just waited till the third or fourth days <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's just interesting because you would think then we would start dating but then it just doesn't you know men will wait around and then maybe after i sleep with them maybe i will date them but it might only last like a month or two so
1: well i had a lot of women in my early 20s uh who would like they would sleep with me on the regular like it would feel like we were dating except we weren't dating, quote unquote. Like, and I, why was that? Um, I think my, my – I still believe that um, I felt like a safe option to go into casual sex. Yeah. So like maybe if you're just out of a long relationship, like I give you those boyfriendy vibes uh, without any of the obligation of having to treat me like a boyfriend, right? Mm-hmm. Or like I seem like someone you could experiment with safely or without – whatever judgments are attached or or i also had a knack for like meeting women right before they moved across the country or right before they entered grad school or they choose you know Mm -hmm. they're dating multiple people Oh, i don't want to i'm not settling down and all of a sudden they settle down right so i that was it just happened over and over again where it felt like we were dating things felt great and when things would end it didn't feel like there was really a reason Felt like they were. I was a stepping stone very
0: often. Did you find out from doing the podcast why, what, what you feel you were doing wrong, or what you mm-hmm. felt you could have communicated better?
1: Oh, I definitely am. Uh, sometimes more of a jerk than I thought I was. Uh. <laughs> that's <laughs> that definitely got some revelations.
0: And what was the jerky stuff you did?
1: Um. Oh God. There's one really embarrassing story that okay. I that's just popping in my head. I haven't thought about it. Uh, one of like probably the first forty episodes I had on this woman. I forget what uh, name she used, so I'm not gonna say. But uh, we we hooked up a few times. I was 22, 23. I would like go out to Jersey. I'd see her there, and she'd come into the city. And one time we met at this bar on like Eighth Avenue and 23rd Street, and she was gonna blow me in the bathroom. So we like we had a drink, and then like I got to I went to the bathroom and she followed in and she sucked my dick. and then someone banged on the door at one point be like what's going on so i'm just like i'm hold- she doesn't feel good she's uh-huh. holding her hair back i'm like yeah. someone's sick yeah. <laughs> cuz they're hearing like gagging and gurgling and yeah. so i'm just like oh my god Jesus. she's just really drunk that's what yeah. it is um and then afterwards i oh, this is bad so we leaving and i would need to go right to go to my train she needed to go left to walk Half of a city block in broad daylight to the subway to get herself back to New Jersey. And she wanted me to walk her to the train. And I, like, couldn't compute that because I didn't have, like, emotional feeling, like, romantic feelings for her. So I wouldn't. Uh, Like, I was just like, oh, I got to go this way. (laughs) And we, we got into a fight on the street about that. Then I totally forgot it. We never hooked up again. Rightfully so on her part. <laughs> um, uh, so then, you know, years and years, you know, years later, I have her on the podcast and she like reminds me of this and I'm like, oh, yeah, I do not remember being such a piece of shit. My bad. <laughs> How old are you now? 32. I just turned 32.
0: Yeah, no, 23. Everybody has like, oh god, I can't believe I did that. Maybe. But like, the thing is, as well, you just didn't, well, I guess for her, she just had her penis in your mouth. So yeah, you could have walked her. You could have
1: walked me half a block. It doesn't have to make sense. Maybe just do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, 100%, definitely. <laughs> but I guess for you, you just saw it as just a sex thing and you weren't putting any, I do think like men do that. So they'll show you, like it's like, listen to their, their actions mm. and they will not do things that even seem relationshipy at all if they want to keep it casual sex mm. uh, and you're like oh you probably just didn't walk me to the train because he was rushing off and it's like no a guy who wants a relationship they fucking walk you to the train they may ask you to text them when they're home it's like and she may not
1: have even wanted a relationship as much as she just like wanted a common courtesy of like yeah. i just sucked your dick in the bathroom yeah. you can walk me half a block and like yeah. i just didn't put that i was very and like up until like oh, mildly recently like really obsessed with the concept of being right and things mm-hmm. making sense and that's definitely gotten in the way in my relationships because like i am not fun to fight with yeah like if we're if we're dating and we're in an argument and i am technically right but not emotionally right fuck that would that would always go ass backwards what
0: does that mean though
1: okay so i might be right technically like about a thing like about like objectively i might be accurate yeah but there will be no there there used to be no empathy involved so, I would always be acknowledging the thing that happened, and she might be trying to express how it was making her feel. Yeah. So, I was never addressing the more, what was ultimately more important, because the thing usually wasn't important in itself. It would be the effect it had. And I was just like having a huge empathy block because my brain was like fixated on, but like, I didn't say that thing you keep saying that I said. Yeah. And then, she, and then she'll be like, and, and, and then she would just say, like, how that would make her feel. But she would keep saying, I said a different thing. And so instead of focusing on, oh, I just made this person I care about feel this way. Yeah. I was focusing on, I actually did not say that
0: yeah. sentence, you know, type yeah. of Yeah. And I think as well, it's always like, that's one thing I've learned as well is that um, you both have different perceptions of situations. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, really good to be just, like oh okay well I actually didn't mean it that way but let me explain how I meant it and I'm so sorry mm-hmm. that that's how how it like how you felt or whatever but it is hard though yeah. when someone says you said something you didn't you're like I didn't say that I really have to
1: take those deep breaths and it's still a struggle and like I know my last relationship like I know she didn't enjoy when we had arguments but she definitely helped me learn how to argue better in that just taking that deep breath and and focusing on the it doesn't matter that she's wrong about what I said or didn't say She's clearly upset. How about we just talk about – I don't even have to say this is what I meant or this yeah. is what I intended. I can just be like, how are you feeling? Like, let's talk about yeah. this. If it's getting this ugly over something minuscule, there's probably something bigger that's it's, been going on. Yeah. What's been going on? Maybe this thing was just setting off an underlying problem. And that underlying problem's more important anyway. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to that's great. learn and do.
0: That's great. I'm a good arguer, I feel
1: why do you just acquiesce the whole time (laughs) how are you a good arguer
0: i think so because i was just thinking about this when i was walking here because like i just had an argument with my partner last night but um you know something happened where i was like oh that's weird and he was like automatically like oh relax and i was like no i and i explained exactly why it's weird and then i said you put yourself in my shoes have a quick moment to think about how you'd feel and then he was like oh my god actually yeah you're right yeah. um and then i was like when i bring up these things because i think his automatic thing is like oh we're gonna break up or whatever and i'm like we're not break- breaking up this is healthy if i um don't argue with you or like or don't bring this up i'll just walk away if i don't like you i'm not gonna waste my time uh bringing this up if i'm bringing it up as an issue i'm not it's not like... It's
1: worth it to me to yeah. solve it with you. Yeah. Because I don't have to solve it with you if I'm going to leave. I'll just leave.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I don't want to have to repeat myself. So it was like the second time. I was mm-hmm. like, And I was like, I don't want to have to repeat myself. So really listen to me. Because as well, that's just like frustrating. And then he was like, actually, yeah, you're right. It was like a storm. And he's so great in everything else so i also was like i don't want you to think that i don't appreciate everything you did tonight but it still doesn't mean that this doesn't bother me and mm-hmm. you know and there's going to be things that i'm going to do that are going to bother you and you'll bring it up as we go along and he was like yeah actually you're you're he was like yeah you're right he was like i just feel bad and i i just it's just like ugh. now i feel bad because you are right yeah um
1: saying you're right and i'm wrong is a is just a terrifying thing for people to say yeah. you know because you're you know people don't like to admit that they're wrong They don't like to admit that they believe something that was wrong. They'd rather just dig their heels in and be like, no, the election was stolen.
0: Yeah, yeah. And the thing is as well, so I think as well in situations where people are like, no, because they don't mean. So it's like, let's say if I have a a boyfriend and I have a best guy friend, okay, and I'm always saying like hugging him and touching him and kissing him on the cheek. Mm -hmm. And then my boyfriend to him, that's going to be like, well, that's a little uncomfortable. That's a good thing. But to me, it means nothing. So it's... You're, you could quickly get, I don't do that, but I'm using this example, you quickly get defensive and be like, what are you talking about? He's like a brother. It doesn't mean anything. And it's like, it doesn't matter. You might know, you but you have to show, you have to put in boundaries and show by actions. And so, like, it's so quick to be like, oh, you're being silly, you're being jealous, you're being blah, blah, blah. But actually you're seeing it from your viewpoint where you know you'd never fuck your but the other people don't know that (laughs) you know does that make sense so i think like people get defensive really quickly because they're like in my heart i know i'm not doing anything wrong but that doesn't mean that other people can see that does that am i articulating that oh yeah yeah, yeah, that makes sense so i think it's always good to just not get defensive and be like oh like try to put yourself in their shoes Mm. Try. i always try to be like how would i feel If I saw someone doing that or like, so guys DM me all the time. I don't like, I don't, I don't play into it. I'm just like, if they want to go to a show, go to a show. But I'm not like flirting with them. And it's because if I saw my partner doing that i would feel so un- i would feel betrayed hmm. so it's like you just have to put yourself in their shoes instead of being like well i know him, but i'm just it's guys on the internet it doesn't matter
1: yeah well actually that feeds into uh all the question i'll, I'll go and uh, send your ways uh based off of listening to one of your episodes i uh you have you have quite the fascination with uh, thirst traps the- yeah <laughs> so so what is your your fascination with thirst traps and have, is that something you've been trying to do more of
0: um, no, I guess my friend Serena Kajani, she's a entertainer as well. She posts mostly tour straps and she told me we were away terse. for Christmas <laughs> and she was like, you should post a picture of this picture we took of us in our bikinis. And I was like, no, because my followers are there because I write and I was like, I don't feel like I'm able to post a tour strap because I write about sex and I talk about it and she was like no that's ridiculous and i was like i promise you i'll lose followers and i was like i do think most of the followers out there for the jokes and i do and i think it's like some um women sometimes maybe and i'm like this is total pulling this out of my arse but maybe are like oh oh i'm not here for her to post pictures of her body you know like so there can be a little resentment sometimes and i don't think that's oh there's so many women who are so supportive of me and like or like when i posted that bikini pic we're like oh my god you look great um, and there might be men who are following me who then maybe their girlfriends see and they're like no i thought you're following the show you don't know what the context is but i did lose a lot of followers when i posted it
1: Posting a bikini picture and it was the
0: first bikini picture yeah since i'd ever since i'd gotten a following on instagram um so yeah i did and i was like to i was like look and it was like going down and down it was like a, a, a lot for how many followers i had um, but it was also the most likes I'd ever gotten on a, po- a recent post. So, so like, Serena's like, well, it's your tribe. And I'm like, yeah, but it's also like, what are people coming here for? They're just coming for my jokes and my stand-up. But she was like, yeah, but that's ridiculous. They should be coming for you. And it was all this, like, I don't know. But then I went to They Miami. should be into
1: the totality of Katie Boyle, not just... Yeah. The writing skills of Katie Boyle. Well,
0: she's also just like, you should be proud of your body and stuff. And I was like, yeah, but like, I don't know. I don't know. It's not like I work out or whatever. I'm not like a workout person. I'm just skinny because I have IBS. I just shit all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like ill. People are like, you look so great. Did you work out? And I'm like, I think I'm dying. (laughs) They're like, oh, my God. Yeah,
1: Yeah, like you have abs.
0: And I'm like, yeah, it's because I'm emancipated. (laughs) Um, But uh yeah then i just posted bikini pics when i was in uh miami and again they got a ton of likes and stuff and i think uh
1: and you lost followers
0: yeah i lost some followers yeah yeah <laughs> just some but i also was like oh i have enough followers now that if i lose and not as many as i lost when i f- posted the first one so
1: i i get that on twitter uh not on instagram but i'll get that on twitter where if i'm like trying to post something from only fans and i won't post like a full-on i mean i'm not gonna it's not gonna be like just a close up of my dick or anything, but you know, if I wanna post like a, a really hot, maybe half naked photo or something or something suggestive, <laughs> I will lose followers. I won't get likes, I will barely get likes, I won't get retweets or anything like that. But then the click throughs <gasps> and I'll be like, you this motherfuckers.
0: motherfuckers. Yes.
1: It's like you won't just click that like yeah. button, please. I need it for my soul. But people
0: don't want to see see this, and this also <laughs> like comes they'll, in...
1: they'll click through, they'll follow the OnlyFans, yeah, yeah. but they don't wanna, they don't wanna publicly say yeah. we think you're hot.
0: Yeah, but that, and that comes <laughs> into that all the different levels of shame that people have. It's like I don't want to be seen liking this or supporting this, but I do like it. <laughs> I don't
1: want people to know I like a guy who doesn't have abs. Uh, so
0: yeah. <laughs> Wait, so you have only OnlyFans? What do you do on the OnlyFans? You just jerk off and stuff? Or? uh
1: I do that sometimes. Wow. <laughs> Do you have a lot of followers? Uh, it's... It, it for the fucking oh room. my
0: god i'm telling you i <laughs> just wish me i oh i love my father so much and you know i just he disowned me for sure <laughs> i mean he's so supportive with this the sex podcast stuff and everything i talk about but i just know that'd be because st- he's a policeman too and there's just so much shame in ireland it yeah. just it wouldn't be worth he's
1: not just a cop he's an irish cop <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah. so it's just
0: like could you my, my sister already my sister's uh younger and she already gets shipped because of some of my stuff i post on tiktok i had to i recently a clip was doing well but i just privated it because i was like there's two of the clips that were doing really well and it's just me mm-hmm. joking about sex which it's just not worth i don't want her paying for what i do but i also don't want me being censored so it's like but anyway so only fans <laughs> even if i ever decided oh i'd love to do that i'll never do that
1: yeah uh i i my dad's got no issue with it he said he he fist bumps he like he's proud of me for doing it but like for all the wrong reasons yeah. like because he wouldn't be happy if my sisters had them well
0: exactly like (laughs) if i were a man and i was posting jokes about do you think my sister wouldn't be getting in trouble like she wouldn't have the lads at school being like oh look what your sister did they'd be like oh your brother's a fucking legend (laughs) and it's like such a catch-22 i watch this show and she says in it and i say this a lot and i think doing the podcast made me realize it or the terse traps or like so she says you can't be a woman and be funny independent smart uh, and hot um and you know because you have to put women in boxes well she's really funny or oh but she's hot or you can't
1: be too awesome you have to not have <laughs> a couple of these things
0: yeah no and they're like well there she couldn't be nice and it's like people can people can be lots of things like people can be pretty and funny and it's like don't put people in boxes for fuck's sake it's ridiculous but that's what people do and i just thought in that show she's always like she's very like independent and she's like i love her she's always like stop being a uh stuff being a ball sack instead of a pussy because he's like balls yeah. are weak <laughs> pussies are strong
1: that they are yeah. uh, very stretch. like there's strength in the stretch of a sack but the entire area is very sensitive to
0: impact yeah, yeah. you're all you're literally ball sacks when you get your ball hurt yeah <laughs> yeah you're not yeah because pussies, pussies are strong and they push out babies and shit oh my god but wait so back to the only fans <laughs> what well, so you have that's amazing and you just like do it's like a patreon basically but you do sex stuff
1: uh well it's just like it's li- i'll put it this way it's where billy can go and be way cuter than he can be on instagram <laughs> instagram has like algorithm set up this has been like confirmed to like detect certain things so for example like my my ex is a is a fat activist and she gets a lot of photos taken down Totally clothed, will yeah. wear the exact same clothing a, a, a thin model will wear. Hers gets taken down because they think there's nudity. Why the algorithm is detecting the skin that is being shown. She's a fat woman and there is more skin showing because she has more skin, but the algorithm detects there's more skin. So they automatically pull down the fat chick stuff and not the thin model oh stuff. My,
0: that's awful because that is like my. My bikini pictures, I'm just like literally just triangle over my tits and Absolutely. triangle over my vaj.
1: Right. So if if Megan had worn the same bikini you <gasps> did, post the same pose, hers very likely would get taken down I hate that. more That's likely awful. than yours. Yeah. Ugh. Or like so they similarly the algorithm has stuff. They have like these bots, these things. I had a video where I am, um, I am, I pull a microphone out of my fly. Right. As if it I was pulling my dick out. Yeah. Like the, the microphone's in my jeans. So it looks like I have a bulge and I'm like groping the microphone. I'm stroking it over the jeans in the microphone. Then I unzip and I reach in and I pull out a microphone as a gag. I post it and. Two seconds later, Instagram says we took this down yeah. for sexual. I'm like,
0: what? It's a microphone. It's I guess it's liter- like sexual endowment or whatever. I <laughs> No, don't know. because
1: like the thing thinks that I'm grabbing a, my dick. Oh, like it's perceiving that this is because there's not humans involved. We'd have to pay them livable wages, and we can't have that. So oh. they have they're trying to train computers. Jesus, how to detect the AIs. It.
0: Yeah, that's so. But it's still cool that like, you do have a Patreon or have a <laughs> OnlyFans. I didn't know. I'm so dumb. I didn't know men ha- a lot of men had only fans um, and yeah. who would sign up would it be women as well sign up
1: by some of my top uh my top one percent of fans like my top spender is is a some lady in the mid- a married woman in the midwest wow yeah, i'd love-
0: love this, this yeah it's so great so lads get on it get on your OnlyFans. absolutely
1: it's a place <laughs> i can go to post my thirst traps i don't have to worry about risking my public so- facing social media yes. um it's a place that can monetize not just that but
0: but I you mean, do I, masturbation is that sometimes yeah yeah yeah. Wow. No, absolutely
1: that I've partnered stuff like with friends <laughs> oh, of mine yeah you
0: do like sex stuff th- too oh
1: yeah i've put po- like yeah i just posted like uh blowjob videos with lucy moon everybody wow. go check them out uh <laughs> oh <laughs> um, my
0: god this is like i i feel like that guy i don't know if you guys have read the book a brave new world but when i come over here i'm like what the hell this is like so different <laughs> i'm going back to the woods <laughs> i'm going uh, back
1: <laughs> yeah no it's fun and uh and, and like i said it's a play and also i've been building this audience as heard my sex stories yeah. might be have grown to have a fondness for me maybe some of them think i'm cute and they've wanted to see stuff <laughs> and now i can kind of funnel that energy in a more profitable direction like Hi. do you want to flirt with me in the dms it might be inappropriate to just randomly do that on instagram but if you come on over to my OnlyFans, like you can totally fr- flirt away and when one of us starts getting around us just start tipping
0: wow i would make so much money if i could do that but i can't and i also just don't want to it's all there is something (laughs) there is something i like i like um so i like when i have a boyfriend that they get to see like my naked body that i kind of i that's something as well that i like like i like sending them like versions of nudes and that it's like unique to them that they're just getting it i don't so that's my other thing with tourist traps as well i'm not like i don't put up a lot of half naked photos as well because I've always kind of liked being like, oh, look, like, like, I don't know. I like keeping those, those certain. And we're so public that I like those certain that physical act private.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, when we, when we are putting most of our lives on the internet, it's nice to have some secrets. Like, yeah, I don't have many secrets from like the internet, but like I have a few and I feel like I'm going to hold them for just so I can have some or until, you know, there's a way to make really good money off of that yeah. secret, right? It's I'm <laughs> like that
0: with my podcast, but then with the Patreon, I'm just like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm loose. like, you guys are paying one to five dollars. Here you go. Here's <laughs> my oh, everything I did this week. But yeah, no, I was going to say something there about the OnlyFans and I can't remember now, but that's
1: great. Yeah, I'm having fun with it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. Uh, question, who's hotter, Americans or the Irish?
0: Um, I mean... <laughs> Physically not the Irish but the Irish for sure. <laughs> I mean like technically I do think there's more physically hotter people here um in general just yeah, I don't know. Walking down the street, you're like, fuck, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, gods. Um, But I think, for me, I find Irish people more, Irish men more attractive because I'm more attracted to banter and crack. Okay. And I have found over here dating people, there's like a bit more of a sensitivity um a bit more of a culture clash and i just love like the crack and the irish lads have that down to a T. they're always like let's do something fun um like they will like yeah, it's good banter so i think their vibe is more attractive if i'm like to generalize group i find like white american men um uh so again just generalizing a bit like loud or Like this is what I would have saw at my bar. So it's not like comedian men. Comedian men remind me of like Irish men. And immigrant men and uh you know latin men or black men also remind me a bit more of like i always i love basically you're
1: saying white american men are kind of (laughs) lame well because i love
0: even like performing in front of uh latin people or black people it reminds me so much of like irish people and the way we interact because you know uk i just did a show where there's uk people and it was like screaming and like really into it and that's what i like and that's what i know some comics are like scared of those other rooms and i'm like no i love that it's the same as irish people like they'll tell you if you're doing shit but if they love you they'll be like oh jeez that's you know like they're very interactive and i love that um but when it comes to dating too i find i i've found the guys that have asked me out that are white american are like financey and loud and grabby and broey or like wearing boat shoes and you're like jesus i need to cover my drink you know like a bit and again this is a huge generalization because my boyfriend now is a white american man is the first white american but man performer. Uh, he's a comedian. Yeah. Right. First white American man I've dated in like years, though. I only other one was an Irish American, but other than that, I haven't dated any. Um, maybe like the odd date I've gone on, but it's all of my exes have been either black, Asian, immigrant, or um. Yeah, immigrants. Because even the Latin guys I dated, they were fra- they were immigrants. They weren't like Latin American.
1: So what you're saying is your exes all put together look like a very diverse ABC comedy.
0: <laughs> My dad was like, "You're you just going to date every country in the world, Casey." Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm getting to meet different people, I learn different cultures. Because <laughs> um, he'd love me to date an Irish man, of course. But um, but yeah, so I guess. I've found them and this is not and not just white American men so American men in general so even ones that are first generation immigrants what are the team I have found and I've dated a lot (laughs) is that much more emotional much more in tune with their emotions maybe overly emotional I've had a couple of men cry and I'm like fuck like we wouldn't I don't it's very like yeah we don't cry in Ireland you know we lock it up one guy cried on the first date and I got him a whiskey we were in my apartment I didn't know what to do what was he crying about? He's like he was talking about it because people like I don't know what it is with first dates over here. Is people really a lot of people I attracted to are probably a little toxic, um. But they will tell me their problems or their like childhood traumas, and maybe I have a face that I'm like, oh, just talk to me about things, but.
1: I have a sneaking suspicion because people have been doing this to me since I was in fucking high school, where everyone thought like they would look into, deeply into my eyes and be like, "I can tell this person anything." I wonder if it's the blue eyes. Maybe I it's wonder the blue if there's something eyes. about that that is inviting to say like, "Here, please let me inhale your trauma I mean, unsolicited."
0: It's crazy because it's like a. Firstly, man, I'm not actually qualified to deal with that. I'll give you all advice, <laughs> but I might not be given the right advice. It's like, I'm not.
1: I'm not a therapist. No. I am a comedian. Yeah, a it's, show.
0: And it's unfair. And then secondly. I do think it's their way of like forming an intense bond quickly but it's like also what happens is they end up like a lot of my first dates is they're just talking about all of their problems and then they they're just become like a vomit they're vomiting vomiting and then in this case this guy cried so I just and then he stayed over that night and the next because I was like really drunk we were another thing was we were really drunk but the next day I was like oh how's my little cry baby today and he was just like don't ever say, call me. And I was like, fuck, like, or I've, and I've so many instances of things like that where like, um, I had a, another guy when I first moved over cry because he was like talking about the universe and how I fucked up the universe And I was like,
1: well, that one's a little more valid in my opinion. i would be like, that's worth crying. Oh
0: my God. I'm like, no, we were only dating like two weeks. Another cry- guy cried because. I, he was like on cocaine and he was meeting my friend and he was like kind of just too fucked up. And I was like, oh, you're too fucked up. Like, this is like like ridiculous. And then he got like really upset because he was ashamed. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I hate when people get upset too. And I know this is, I know that the world is trying to be like, men should cry and men should open up. But not on the first date. And I also <laughs> just think as well, it's like a bit of a cop out. And I think if for women too, I think anybody like, of course, we need to deal with our emotions. You need to be able to cry. But you need to also just go, you know what you're right that was bad behavior i'm sorry i'll fix it and work on it but when you start getting upset and you're like oh i'm a terror and it's like it's a self-pity like i'm just like no i'm not saying anything bad i'm just saying you know like don't do it again and then all of a sudden i'm like yeah i don't know now you gotta
1: play caretaker on a on a date you want to have some
0: fun yeah let's just have fun the first couple of dates so all of those things so like if you're Early on, and you're just being like, Oh, I don't like this. You don't need to get upset about it. It's like, we're just like learning how to be around each other. But also, like, childhood traumas. I had another guy, like, oh God, he just talked the whole night about like all of the horrible things that happened to him. And I'm like, Fuck me. Like, can we just, get- that should be six months down the line or a year down the line when you, that's, that's the stuff where you like, when you really trust the person, I feel.
1: There was someone even just in friendships, like, I, I was like almost, I guess I would call it, auditioning someone to be like a good friend yeah uh ah. we, we were getting ready to like uh, hang out in person again but like every time she and i would chat anytime it was ta- i mean it was always negative yeah. there's always she's always complaining about something she's she always something's up. wronging her she's always upset something's always stupid and i'm um, like i love snarking at stuff like any other person but i mean there's got to be positives in your life otherwise you're not a you're not fun to hang out with so then it's like i don't even so she's kind of failed the audition like she texts and i'll yeah. i'll interact when texting but not too much because i'm like i don't really want to no. de- invest much in this potential friendship because it seems like a real downer
0: yeah i even felt like when the pandemic happened i taught about this because i was like i know so many people who like being down is like their personality, and I was like, "Well, now everybody's down, okay? So <laughs> you're gonna, yeah. that, you, you can't be, you're not unique anymore." And I, I, yeah, I think. Yeah I don't know it's a strange thing I've never had that in Ireland but I didn't date a lot either in Ireland but I just think in Ireland it'd be more like let's have fun and you'd be nearly like hiding your problems because you'd be like I don't want them to know like I'm a total mess (laughs) you know whereas here it's like I'm a mess you should like this and fix me and you're like fuck me I don't want come to me fixed yeah so <laughs> yeah. that's my biggest complaint over here but again maybe that's the city maybe if people in ireland would be like well, that's what like dublin's like so maybe all cities are like that it's just i don't know maybe it's a generational thing it's like that i know this is such an outdated reference but friends just came out with a new episode <laughs> that episode of friends with bruce willis when she's like come on talk to me and then he keeps crying and he just open the floodgate and she's like okay i didn't want this <laughs> If a woman even cried on the first date, you will go back to your friends and be like, that was a bit much. <laughs> like, so it's like, nobody should be crying on a first date. Cry to your friends or your parents. Or, <laughs> I mean, if you're crying about how your parents don't love you and you haven't got friends, get a therapist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know, but the guy i'm seeing now has like a really healthy relationship with his family so that's good he's like goofy he plays settlers a catan. i'm like oh what is this i know but that's never my type is like really like kind of more like cool and like stylish and like um uh you know like masculine and i have dated a couple of narcissists and like i'm very my like my mother would definitely be probably i don't know what her mental health issues but it's but they're they're, they're bad um, and I think I, in turn, am attracted to guys like that, like, and it's, then the past, like, year, especially in the pandemic, I've been trying to break out of that, so, like, less, because it just happened that a lot of the guys who are, like, emotionally abusive or nar- narcissist or manipulative are also the guys who, like, present themselves as, like, really manly and dress well, mm-hmm. not saying that's all the guys, because a lot of my friends are like that, and they're very sweet, but I've never really gone for, like, the geeky, kind of goofy type um. Mm-hmm. This guy, but I've actually his style has gotten better since we're dating. You work, yeah, you work <laughs> and he it. got a haircut. (laughs) My friend Tori Piskin was like, because when we first started dating, I was like, I don't know. And she was like, you know what? You've dated all these guys that have had mental health issues and you've tried to fix them. And she said, as women, and I told her she'd do a joke about this on stage because it's really funny, but she said, women do that. We'll be like, oh, this guy looks like he's hot. He's like a great style, but he is like, you know, he is like mentally unwell. Let me fix him. And then you have a guy who's like a great communicator, like a sweetheart, will treat you like gold. And you're like, I don't know. He has a weird haircut and you're like you
1: could just be like that's so much more easy to fix (laughs) right like we can take care of we can work on that
0: and guys are actually very approachable with stuff like that because my guy it was like his hair was so poofy and I was like wow like this is wild and it's so bad because he's like i shouldn't care about yeah. that but i was i said i was joking and i was like i can tell how human the weather is by your hair <laughs> and thankfully he took that well thankfully he's not too sensitive but he was like no he's like i'm waiting till i get a haircut because i'm going to a wedding mm. and when he got it i was like oh my god your face has changed yeah. it's like night and day so and it's like i also like try to dress well and like you know i like like to i think God, I don't want to sound like I'm being vain here because I'm not because I definitely dated him for his personality, but he he did. His... I don't want to sounds
1: I don't want to sound vain, but I post such good thirst traps people and follow me.
0: No, <laughs> I don't think that they're good. Maybe they're like, look at that emancipated bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's like also it's okay to be happy. Okay, well, I need to finish this sentence. This sentence is that I. Really like that he got a haircut. Is that okay? Is that bad? I think that's fine. Okay, I good.
1: appreciate that feedback because, like, I'm an idiot. I know I'm an idiot. Yeah. I know I don't know how to dress, yeah. and so I appreciate when one can help me dress better. Because yeah. someone would say, "Just do this," and I'll be, like, I, don't, "I don't know how the colors go together." Yeah, just, just tell me. I'll wear the thing.
0: Yeah, he, it's like if yeah. I want to, v-
1: I know how to use my nose. If you want to put me in <laughs> something that actually makes me uncomfortable, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, I got you know, my ex got me a a button down red shirt that like i really just don't see why i'm gonna wear maybe i can use it for layering at times but uh, i'm not used to a red like that no, no, no. so like you know it mostly sits in a, in a <laughs> closet and that's okay um you know if she, she wants to show me how to make my hair look better please i've been yeah. begging for someone to help me look better i just don't know how to so i welcome that feedback yeah
0: Absolutely. and he said to me last night he was like i want to look more attractive for the person i'm dating so i course. just don't know
1: how to yeah like, you just gotta show he, me.
0: he used to have a lot of like he was a lot heavier so his clothes that he was wearing before he went shopping just mm-hmm. didn't fit him right so he kind of it There's just, also
1: a comfort in looseness. Like I hated wearing – I was a chubby kid growing up. I hated long sleeves. Yeah. Why? Because it was tight to my skin. Being tight yeah. to my skin is reminding me that my skin is bulging out yeah. in a way that uh, not only do I not like but apparently all the other kids don't like mm-hmm. and the other girls don't like. Being anything long and tight would remind me of my yeah. size. So I didn't want to be in it. That's why I like Loose jeans Like I had to have women Show me jeans That make my butt look good Yeah So that I don't keep wearing The baggy jeans That yeah. I was like So used to
0: Yeah exactly And it's like Even as myself as a woman I used to wear like O'Neill's Which you guys Americans don't know But they're like These like baggy tracksuit bottoms That I'd always dress like a guy Because I wanted to be like One of the lads And then Wait we...
1: wait The ba- the tracksuit With the like The vertical stripe lines that... They're
0: like that kind of But they have zips like at I the end. S- Like I saw Like Brad
1: Pitt wears in Snatch Is kind- that
0: Yeah kind of Yeah exactly <laughs> Um, And so I was just comfortable but I wasn't comfortable trying to be pretty or whatever and like the older I got the more confident it's like oh it's okay to want to look nice and it's okay to like want to be I hate this as well in Ireland there's this bit of like a you can't be too like you have to be very modest about everything which I do hate because it's like I have to live in my body I want to look at my face like I don't I'm to some people I'm going to be attractive to other people I'm not going to be attractive Mm -hmm. and that's fucking fine. But for me, I have to live in it. So I want to look at it and be like, "Ah, you know, that's not- it's my father's face. I like my father." Do you know so like I hate this where putting yourself down I was talking to this girl recently and she was like oh I'm so ugly and she's like beautiful and it's just frustrating because you're like I just want to slap you and be like no just know you're pretty because yeah. what why live we only live once you're dead you're dead more than likely why not just enjoy and we're going to be old off, you know at a certain age I'm 30 so I don't have a lot of years left so and that was that point with Serena she was like enjoy your body if you like a nice photo mm. don't just not post it because you're in a bikini there's you know, are on the beach
1: there's also something about the getting older and like actually caring about things you didn't care about before yeah. so like i didn't care as much i cared about how i looked, but i didn't care about the fashion part and then like i saw the benefits of it when i try to mm-hmm. go oh like
0: it makes you confident too like i color in my eyebrows. i don't wear makeup anymore i used to wear makeup but i don't i like i mean foundation so i don't wear foundation but i color in my eyebrows and it's like i don't know why but they make me feel more confident when they're darker which is probably ridiculous because they probably don't look any better but it's just like whatever you do like i wear mascara and i wear like uh, eyeshadow, but I don't need the foundation. So it's like whatever makes you feel confident and comfortable. And it's not like being full of yourself. It's just you know, yeah. I hate when people are like, look at her, look at her. They're so full of themselves. So they love themselves. And it's like, good. Let them love themselves. <laughs> <laughs> My boyfriend now said he thought when he first, he had a crush on me like four years ago, and I was like. I, he was like oh and now I'm like hot you're dating me and I was like well actually you never asked me out for years you never even spoke to me four years ago and he was like yeah I was way too nervous so it's not like he never gave me the opportunity mm. to reject him um who
1: asked who out
0: um <laughs> it was definitely me he says it was him but it was me because well so firstly he didn't give me the opportunity to reject him then but he said he thought that I was would have been more he was like oh you're pretty and funny so i thought you'd be like full of yourself and like now i know your personality and you're like really he he, if he listens to this he's gonna be like i didn't fucking say that that's gonna be one of those things you're like (laughs) where i've heard it wrong i'm sorry can we bring back the transcript and it's just like
1: i'm just trying to say how i feel yeah (laughs) yeah
0: yeah yeah he's probably gonna be like that's not what i said he said something along the lines of that so i don't want to quote him (laughs) properly but like he was like picturing like whatever perception he had of me then when he got to know me and we we're dating like he still wanted to you still wanted to, but and then you probably tell yourself that as well if you're like well I'm she's out of my league or whatever I'm she's probably not a nice person or whatever you whatever you say to make yourself feel better yeah. about not approaching I don't know it was something along the lines of that I wish I remember correctly so I'm afraid that and then, um, when we started dating, he was like, Oh, you're like really goofy and silly. And I would never pictured you like this. And so that's how we got into that conversation. He was like, Yeah, I just thought you were like kind of cool. And, but you're actually like quite not cool, <laughs> 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 but like he likes that. And it's yeah. like, it's so he is not ha- too cool to approach. Yeah, yeah. Like he had an impression of me just yeah. from the outside. So people have impressions of people and you're like, you're putting, um, and same with me on him. He talked to me once at a party and I remember thinking, this guy's a little weird. Uh-huh. Uh, cause he, but ha, who asked? He, uh, he, I saw him at a show and I was like, oh my God, he's so funny. Uh-huh. And I booked him for my show. And when I went in to book him, I saw that he had asked to do the show like Prior, two yeah. years ago. And I had said, I'll get back to him. And I never got back to him. Mm. So I was like, ha, ha ha LOL. And so I messaged him on Instagram being like, um, oh, like, I'd love you to do the show. You're so funny tonight. And sorry, I never got back to you before. And he was like, oh yeah, thank you so much. And then I saw he wasn't following me. And I was like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. Have I just, I thought we were friends for the past few years. Have I just been a fan and you haven't been following me? But I don't know like if he unfollowed me at some point, mm. if he thought because I didn't respond to him, if he got mad. And, like this would have been him when he was like younger because it's like four mm. years ago. Um and then we just got talking about that like so it was definitely me slipping into his DMs cuz I did think when I was booking him it is really funny but I did think oh he's kind of cute but then I was like, he's not my type at all. So what am I thinking? And then you know, I was just booking him because he's funny.
1: <laughs> and then we talked for a
0: couple of weeks over text. But you know, messages. we
1: know, it helps balance the scales in comedy is, is if women started booking guys simply <laughs> on looks instead of <laughs> instead of that. Just just mix it up. Just be this is how it feels. I want you to double guess if your talent. <laughs> well, I
0: promise I would never book someone that's not funny because I wouldn't want my show to bomb. So
1: sure, I
0: might book them because they're funny and cute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it is interesting that you know he was nervous like just based off perception of you because like i there are definitely comics like i've wanted to ask out 100 percent. and i get nervous because like i view it as a works a work thing yeah and i so i'm like unless i'm getting a signal or vibe i i've just like kind of always defaulted to like i guess i'm just not gonna hook up with or ask yeah. out on a date this comic
0: well he said it was that he was like no you're out of my league you're like f- funny and attractive see
1: like. i would view it as like oh no, no they're they're levels above me in comedy and then <laughs> that, that's where the inappropriateness would be, well, I think would be like well she's more of a headliner i'm i'm def- i'm a base maybe a feature so <laughs> yeah. i don't i can't ask her out <laughs> yeah.
0: well i think when he first came to the city we were both doing open mics because this is uh-huh. four years ago but i'm glad he didn't ask me because i would have i wouldn't have fancied him at the time and yeah. i wouldn't have been the type of person like i'm like F- i've grown so much which sounds pathetic yeah. but i'm glad he's dating this version of me yeah uh just because i i don't know i was like not really a great person to date at the time just because I was like new I don't know I'm well it seems
1: like you you grew up with and tell me if I'm wrong it seems like you grew up with some kind some kind of sexual shame yes and it seems like now you are in a way better spot regarding sexuality so what has been your growth journey like how were you raised around sex and what has been your growth to break out of that
0: um, well, because like even for an example with this guy, if he had a dated me four years ago, I wouldn't have known how to orgasm. So I only figured out how to orgasm like three years ago. So mm. when I was 27. So my growth with that was just, yeah, well, I grew up with a uh, emotionally abusive and she was quite violent with my dad's mother. So here's me oversharing, but it's not a date. So it's fine. <laughs> um, but that and then my dad left when i was five we still had a relationship but he wasn't there so i got like the majority of his share and what and i look like my father so my mother just we didn't have a good relationship <laughs> every,
1: every every time i look <laughs> at you i see him for 18 years <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> oh, no. exactly
0: the man who like abandoned her but um and like he had to leave she was like Physically abusive to him, and I remember yeah. that. So it was crazy, and like, so what I saw. Do
1: you feel like that gave you like a different type of empathy? Sorry to interrupt, but did you get yeah. that give you a different empathy on men that I don't think not everyone sees because you actually, yeah. you know, we hear about the you know allegedly men fa- faces too, but then the shout is back is always not nearly in the same numbers. But you grew up with it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, no, it was awful, and especially like what I witnessed was, um, and so when I say she. He left, he had to leave oh, because I mean, wow. he was yeah. it was awful. It was some like, I mean, the fact that he never hit her is kind of amazing because that was five years of her pushing him, hitting him, throwing stuff. He would like lock us in the bathroom just to get away, and she would throw herself up against the wall or the bathroom door, sorry, just up against it like a fucking like a demon woman. So, um, me and him are very close, but we like went through a bit of a war together. But he left when I was five, and then she just all of her anger was directed towards me mm. and i'm sure that he probably didn't even realize maybe that that would happen but so until and i was always when well, i always decided when i was 18 i was just gonna do my time like as if i'd have already fucking committed a crime which i didn't didn't ask to be born but um <laughs> that was it and when i was 18 i walked out and i've never spoken to her again uh, and i'm 30 now and it's the best thing i ever did and uh, because i do think if you're in a violent i think people are very judgmental of that sometimes but it's like a you weren't there B, you don't know the situation. So just because you've a healthy relationship with your parent and like, you know, they'll be like, Oh, it's your mother, you should love them. And I'm like, no, if I were in an abusive relationship with a man, you'd be like, Leave him. Exactly. So I think we can dump our parents <laughs> with sex and stuff, you know, I don't know. Like my mother made it a little shameful. She was like, I remember like bringing up this topic of sex when I was younger, and her getting like really mad, being like, "That's disgusting. You're probably going to be a lesbian. Uh, you're probably going to be pregnant by the time you're 15." And saying, "Wait, wait, this wait story, mom, if
1: I'm a lesbian, am I le- am I a lesbian, or am I getting pregnant at 15?" I know.
0: Pick one. I know, right? I always wanted to be a lesbian because I was like, "Oh, I wish, I wish I was a lesbian just to like piss her off." But I'm not, unfortunately. I like like girls a little bit, but not enough to to be with them in a relationship and be a good girlfriend um i like penis but unfortunately oh but um yeah no so i think and like i never knew about masturbation or anything mm. and like just the odd things like people i remember like the guys in school when i was 13 saying if girls have long nails it means they don't finger themselves if they have short nails it's gross they finger themselves <laughs> and that's like just like but then i was like oh so that's all right. i didn't know about like touching your clit or whatever yeah. um and then I didn't do it. You can touch like, your clip
1: with long nails. Yeah, that's yeah more I like have long nails. <laughs>
0: hey, yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, I cl- touch my clit all the time now. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't until I came over here and had more friends who were more open about talking about that. And like a lot of my friends are like sex, they're com- female comedians. They talk about sex all the time um and new yorkers are all it's all very open and so i learned so much and i was like oh okay and
1: what also- was that culture shock like was that easy to hear or was it really uncomfortable it was uncomfortable with at the start
0: while? and now it's easier and i do notice that Sometimes I'll forget and I'll be like with my Irish friends and I'll just talk so openly and they'll be like, oh, Jesus Christ. Mm. And I have to be like, you know, oh, sorry. But like a couple of my Irish friends are more like I've attracted more people like that now who are like, oh, it's so great to get to talk about this now. But you might be with a group with people and forget. And then there'll be like a friend of a friend and they'll be kind of side eyeing you. And you're like, "Well, oh, well, you were talking about, you know, your job, but you are counting and I'm talking about my job, which is sex. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Uh, and mine way more fun
1: than yours right yeah, it's like yeah like, but I listened they to you have talk more about money <laughs> actuarial mathematics for 20 minutes i was a good trooper now you're gonna listen to butt plugs for 10 yeah. minutes okay And you're just gonna be an adult and sit through it
0: well yeah no so i love i love that i came here because i was having all this sex where i wasn't orgasming and i was feeling sad afterwards and i was just like i don't think i like sex and now i'm like i love sex it's just like an anti-climax you're doing all the work without the so I made it like a a thing where I was touching myself every night to make myself orgasm and figure out how to do it. And I was like spending like maybe like a half an hour to an hour a night figuring it out. And then I made myself and now I'm like, I know exactly what. So with my boyfriend now, he's into like, I mean, he's into some shit that I'm a little scared of, to be honest. Okay. Which is like so new for me, but I'm not ready yet. Like, and it's not not even big. Well, he talks on stage about how he likes a finger in the arse, and I haven't never. No one's ever asked me for a finger in the arse. So this is like. You
1: do. You just.
0: Put it in. Don't, I don't care. I can't I will. Just get a,
1: get a glove and some lube. Get some uh some latex gloves like those are easy to get and yeah. then that'll make the cleanup easy if there's a cleanup and Oh yeah. Yeah. Latex really? Love. Yeah, they, they they you could buy a box of them on Amazon like you know 100 yeah. of them There's these like black Nitri- nitrile or whatever <laughs> gloves and they just make that nice and easy I and think I'll
0: just cover my nails yeah, but just
1: one little finger
0: <laughs> I will of course one day it's, just like, it's like anything it like, takes a while to get used to masturbating and it took a while to get so comfortable in sex and I, I feel like I'm so at a good part but no one's asked me for that before so it's just like oh okay and he didn't ask so he just talks about it on stage so I was like I know this is something you know, know it's there yeah, but yeah. no
1: one's addressed it he
0: was like don't worry about it and I was like one day and he was like yeah of course but it's like And he's into erotic massages, which is like amazing. But I can't imagine this girl four years ago wouldn't have been comfortable doing any of that. And now like we have amazing, like we have shower sex and uh, like we've done sex where we just go slow and learn each other's bodies or like, you know, go fast and all that other stuff or like to come but to not come and like er the erotic massage stuff and it's like oh we're we wouldn't have been good together four years ago we're like this now because of all of the and he's learned that probably from his exes and a mutual friend of ours (laughs) but you know so we're at this point now because of all of those so yes, I'm glad I came to America. i got you guys made me slutty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how long from when you did the? Sorry to barrage you with questions, but like, what uh, from when you started that experiment with the masturbation? Like, how long did it take you to to find the click of it all?
0: I think it was a, a while, like a really? maybe like a, a month, maybe. Yeah, I, I was definitely like very frustrated. So and you tried. put in some time. I put in some time because for me, I always. I know it's not well. A, I don't come with. Uh, just uh, not clitoris stimulation.
1: As you, you don't come with just penetration. Yeah. As most women. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I could you know, if I find that one day, great, but I know that clit is my thing, so I have to masturbate during sex, which I wouldn't have even ever done in Ireland. I didn't even know that I thought that was like a dirty thing. You didn't think it.
1: you were allowed to touch yourself. Yeah, while I didn't he's think it was you. even
0: hot. Yeah. I didn't even think a guy would like that. Um and so oh my god, it's
1: so hard to watch them be like, Oh my god, I'm getting assistance. Yeah, and I'm and, sure I'm sure And if this all fails, we can kind of blame you too. Like yeah. you get the if if this doesn't work, we share the blame in not pleasing you.
0: Well, absolutely. I'm sure all of the guys in Ireland would be like, Yeah. Yeah, that's great yeah. but it's just no one talks to me about it. and my mm-hmm. ex i was with him for three years he never asked but he probably didn't know either and it's just a lot a lot not a lot of, like not exploration and not asking and but i remember with him he had a little bit of a belly this is my ex in ireland and when i'd be on top it would feel like i'm about to orgasm but it's probably because the belly was rubbing against my clit mm-hmm. and then when i would feel it it felt like i was gonna wee so i would stop it it, it was like when I was masturbating it was trying to get past that mental block of like letting, because sometimes you're about, when you're like, you're about to orgasm and then you think about it and then you're like, oh no, I'm not. And it's like trying to, re, like as a woman, you have to really relax yourself and like get in a certain headspace and then get used to that. Like letting yourself, like it's like letting yourself, it's like letting yourself open up and be vulnerable and we, if you're gonna wee because that's what squirting basically is a little yeah. bit of, a little bit of wee or something I don't know what it is but it feels great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it, I um I and I won't I can't speak to like the entire male experience but I can say I have that similar I have to go through a similar wheels turning in my head not to orgasm but to say at times sometimes like if i'm feeling nervous to like maintain the erection yeah and then it's like i have to be comfortable and i have to relax i have to be yeah. everything's okay everything's fun okay hey it might get it might get half hard it might get hard again like that's all fine and well and good and blah 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 and then i can just have that good time um yeah, you know if I'm, just if, let
0: take the pressure off
1: exactly yeah no one's having good sex if they're feeling a lot of pressure
0: yeah and i think w- Men should never feel bad about women coming because it, we're such a rubrics club that it takes us years to figure out ourselves. <laughs> I just say like,
1: I'm my goal is to have a good time and make yes. you feel good. Like, so I'm I'm gonna do my best not to keep asking you like, are you gonna come? Yeah. I, I just want to be like, does that feel good? Yeah. And like, if you come, that's a bonus. But like, <laughs> if I can make you feel good for an extended period of time, I feel like I'll have done my yeah. job.
0: The man and men I liked in Ireland being like, yeah, yeah, okay. I came just being like,
1: <laughs> do Irish men eat pussy?
0: Um. Yeah. 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 No. Fairness. They do. Different
1: cultures. I know can feel different. Like I know Italians. Like older Italians. There was like a thing about like eating pussy was like gay to them. Ugh. Like my dad. It's like generation. literally the least
0: gay thing. <laughs> yeah. It was like like unless you're <laughs> a lesbian, then it's the most gay thing. <laughs> so, but I'm sure they mean in the ma in like a man sense. Um. But no. 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 Like my exo a vagina. Yeah. Um. I don't think it was as much as. Definitely not as much as I get here, for sure. Mm. But that could have been just our relationship. I don't know if I really enjoyed it as much as sure, I do yeah. now. Um, And if I guys... Uh, like, I had a sex with a British guy a while ago and he didn't go down on me straight. I and I was like, oh, mm, that's pretty weird. But I think maybe I was a bit spoiled here when we American lads. Because he'll be like... Like, my boyfriend now, he'll, he, he'll probably does it... He does it more than anybody I've ever... He goes first and then uh, he goes after as well if I haven't where i come and i'm always like you don't have to and he's like no i want to make sure you come so he's like yeah he loves eating vag it's great i'm like fucking goofy geeky guys they'll eat the vag lucky lucky you yeah, way yeah. to go congratulations yeah. on that yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i also like that first time he went down on me um i just gave him direction and afterwards he was like oh thanks and i was like no well thank you well, obviously it's like my fucking it's my enjoyment it's my pleasure so i'm gonna tell you what to do but thank you for not having an ego about it because some guys i remember one guy who was like you didn't go down to me and he was like yeah well i'm amazing at it and then like he didn't really take direction well and i'm like oh, like come on it's not it's because you take your ego out of this i'm every woman's body's different mm-hmm. like no person like if i'm giving you a blowjob and you're like can you go faster i'm not gonna be like fuck you i have a technique and yeah. it is everybody likes literally every single person likes a different thing mm. every guy i've given head to has had a unique or different, like, can you lick my balls or don't lick my balls. And one (laughs) time, I thought there were so many guys like their balls being licked over here. I didn't know that was a thing because no one ever asked me in Ireland. And then I had... started seeing an irish guy here and i slept with him and i was giving him head and he was like oh god this is amazing and he was like really like because he said he hates blowjobs but i was like i'm like one of those competitive freaks So when people say that i was like oh i'm gonna give him the best i'm gonna fucking <laughs> go to town here and then i went to lick his balls and i swear this sc- he leapt so hard i think his soul left his body he was like like it was just he was like what did he do what not in a good way in like a never do that again
1: those weren't supposed to be wet yeah yeah (laughs) there there was a there's a scene in this movie my favorite movie Chasing Amy has a scene where like they're talking about going down on women and how uh, like it, it's like uh, they're at a lesbian bar. So it's like it's Ben Affleck and Jason Lee talking to some lesbians about like uh, about pussying and the and the, it's just like you should. this like I want them to be like the air traffic control person yeah. at the airport, like with the orange things, just yeah. going like tell me when to stop, when to move forward, to go to the left, right. to go fast. Like just give me some direction, and I'll if you know I'll take it.
0: Yeah, well this is good for listeners to listen to cuz even for men just or for women to hear that men want direction and for men who don't take it just take it.
1: right I'll put it this way. Men, men worth your time want direction. Yes. If they're not worth your if the, you give direction and they go like, "Oh," yes. then you don't want to fuck them anyway.
0: Yeah, like be like, the, "We're good." They're going to have egos in every other aspect of life. Yeah,
1: women can be like that too. Like if someone doesn't respond well to like really healthy sexual communication, You don't even have to lambast them. You can just be like, "This person's not worth my time and my sexual energy." Peace out, deuces. I'll find someone else who is thrilled to know. Like, actually, I need two in at the same time.
0: Yeah, so I find
1: very sometimes very tiring and difficult to two
0: in who who.
1: Oh, so well, like sometimes I'll like there'll be women who like they light you know while I'm going down them and I'm licking their clit. They'll be like, "Can you put fingers in too? Which like I'll Uh. do, but. Either I have to... Just, I find this motion... I'm very limited with my my range of motion here. And so I find it difficult sometimes to... You know, I just need to talk to some of my (laughs) lesbian friends and be like, can you give me a tip on how I can like lick and finger at the same time? Because also, if I'm close enough, if I do pull it off, I am rubbing, like, the palm of my hand up a- back and forth against my beard, and I've that hurts. i never
0: realized how hard this must be for you guys in that <laughs> angle. I think maybe if you sit them on the bed yeah. and you're kneeling down on the ground, because I even find with blowjobs, like, I really like when I switch them around and they sit so that I can, like, be, so that I'm not, because sometimes you go for dinner, right? And (laughs) they have you, you're sitting on top of them, so the gravity, and I start, I start, like, nearly puking on them, and it's because of the position that I'm in. So if, at least if I turn them around, like, I love shower blowjobs. I love shower blowjobs because you're, like, the water's running, you're, like, they're standing up, you're in a good angle with gravity. Mm. I'm not good with my stomach, okay? Okay. (laughs) So if I'm upside down, I'm like, oh, that dinner, Mm. That no. fucking Indian we just had is going to come over your penis. <laughs>
1: oh, no. Yeah. I love asking a woman, like, what position would you like to be when you're about to do the thing that is the nicest thing you can do to a penis yeah! ever? Like, how can we make you most comfortable yeah. for this? Um, but, yeah, no, position. I, I, yeah. I think sometimes women don't always recognize, like, when they have requests and the position for it. So, like, I had someone over here on Sunday who... Uh we, we were sitting, she was straddling me on the chair, and she wanted me to finger her while she's straddling me. But like, okay, maybe I can get in.
0: Uh, yeah. But
1: like, I have limited range of motion. So was yeah. like, I can do the thing you want. And then like, I'm in her, and, and I'm like, I'm here. I can't do much right now. Yeah. Would you like to go to the bed where I can finger fuck you properly? And she's yeah. like, that would be great. Yeah. And then took her over there where I had all the... My my shoulder can be involved, yeah. all that. <laughs> so
0: it's just about communicating. That's so great. Yeah, Should we? Should we end this?
1: Should we? You tell me.
0: Wait, I wanted to ask about naked yoga.
1: Uh, that's just, I you know, I started doing yoga about a year <laughs> ago. I was making fun of it for a long time, like most of my life. And, and not, yeah. not for a good reason. I didn't try it once and then thought yeah. this is dumb. I saw a Brian Regan joke in the early 2000s and he said, Oh, you! I can't do the relaxation pose. Uh, and I thought, oh, I guess yoga is dumb. And I mm-hmm. never tried it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Poor way to form opinions about the world yeah. is from stand-up. Uh, so I, I tried it about a year ago during quarantine. I was like, oh, fuck. It's this a game changer. Is- i'm the same with
0: you i'd be so judgmental of it but now it's yeah
1: it's it's critical to a good day i did it before you got here i did a nice like 24 minute flow i balanced on a thing in a way i didn't think i was good when i finally got to set the foot back down in high lunge i was like i just accomplished all
0: that yeah Uh, it makes you like i had a sore back mm -hmm. And I did yoga once and like for the next four days, my back pain was gone.
1: Yeah. So yeah. the naked yoga, I, I like, I just end up doing yoga naked because like I tend to be naked when I'm in my space. F- and were
0: you nude in the videos?
1: Uh, oh, so yeah. Where, where did the question come from? I'm just, I just curious. Like, where did you see that? I think
0: like, uh, my boyfriend was like, who is this person you interviewed? And I was like, oh, Billy Prasida. And then I was like, do you know him? He did naked yoga videos. And that's how I know you. That's from the where? How do
1: you know I did naked yoga videos? I think someone videos? sent it to
0: me from Twitter or something. Oh,
1: my God. Okay. I
0: think someone was like, oh, my God. Did you see Billy's naked yoga? <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Okay. This is embarrassing. Why? So, okay, there's a, there's a reason. Okay. Now I see how this got here. I had Periscope. Had. Now, no one has Periscope. So, now I feel great. Because yeah. you all lost it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had Periscope. And uh, Periscope allows allegedly nudity. It just can't be sexual nudity. That was how I read the guidelines. So – i thought like ever start doing some of the yoga i was like you know what fuck it yeah uh, also the reason why i like doing naked yoga is i do feel in touch with my body like i feel yeah. even more aware of what my body's doing just because i don't have the clothes on it so yeah. anyways i was like you know what fuck it. i'm gonna just like periscope naked yoga <laughs> like maybe i'll be that guy i don't know like we I, we were comics in quarantine we were all trying to find yeah. internet ways to get people to notice us
0: absolutely i was like
1: fuck it. i'm gonna show how much like uh, yeah, i'm I pretending to love my body
0: what you talk about <laughs> and being comfortable with sex in your body so
1: it also like i don't have a fantasy football podcast like it kind of vaguely Mm -hmm. makes sense within the brand of everything so i was like i'm gonna do that so i did it four times i would get thousands and thousands of viewers um and then periscope like i whether it's from people reporting or what but like periscope then uh you know they they canceled my they were like you are not allowed to do this anymore Yeah, and i was like you could have just told me that you did not have to cancel my whole account but anyways mm. like so i know like keith malley for example like he he sent me like a screenshot of me and happy baby
0: Post. <laughs> who is he is he the short
1: Keith Malley uh, from Keith and the Girl.
0: Oh, I was thinking of some comic who's like, he always tries to talk to me in one of my shows.
1: Oh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, so, oh, that's great. So, so I was doing, so your boyfriend saw it from me doing No, it, I four, saw it. I sent
0: it to him, but I don't know oh. who sent it to me.
1: Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry I sent it to you because, like, for four... So, Periscope, I can then tweet out the Periscope. Oh, you tweet out the... Yeah, yeah. And so, comics I knew started unfollowing me. (laughs) Oh, and it
0: wasn't even, like, a bad thing. They were just, like... I don't even know. I don't remember them saying anything offensive. Just like, oh, did you yeah. see this? Like, nothing. I think maybe they were like, it's cool. Did Billy quit
1: comedy? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I think I
0: think they were sending it in like, oh, like it's, it definitely wasn't like an insulting thing. Oh, okay, and I cool. remember like looking at it being like, oh, okay, that's different. Yeah. Um, but yes,
1: yeah, so anyways, I've carried it over to OnlyFans because I was oh, just great. Away, like, because I can stream, again, I have a more appropriate place to put that. Yeah. And there's some people who enjoy just like watching me for I 10 d- minutes. Yeah, yeah. And some you stuff.
0: can, I can understand why people would think it's in, like, it's like, it's so. So nuance these layers but they yeah i think maybe like having your Willie out on twitter is just you know but and it's like it's the, again it's all so nuanced it's like we're just testing out what that audience wants or yeah, doesn't want maybe yeah, the audience would
1: have fucking loved it i don't know i, I I'm don't sure know they it did, I do love, it. but
0: it's probably just more that it's like maybe like parents being like i don't know because twitter feels like very adult so it should be fine i mean if it, it was it,
1: it wasn't and that's the thing twitter didn't take it down technically periscope. periscope did it yeah. and so like twitter didn't maybe take down the periscope on my feed like periscope itself the yeah. set the standalone app they're the ones who were mad about it and then yeah. wouldn't let me log on anymore well, there
0: was a real crackdown though on like what you could because i know tiktok took a bunch of my stuff down and it was none of it, it was nudity it just was like sexual he's talking about sex stuff and then um and like crazy things that they were like Mm-mm. and i'm like that's not bad at all that's like something this is informative mm-hmm. um so there were and i know that youtube had a thing so there was a big frackdown around the pandemic but i think like that people were like i'm just gonna do naked yoga <laughs> yeah
1: i was like check, check out my body everybody hi it's yeah. uh it's- i
0: think it'd be worse if you were like a like a fucking um brad pitt or something like do you know you see some because i see some of these guys on tiktok and they do do that and they're just like ripped
1: they're just being hot and
0: they're just like they're so hot that it's nearly ugly you're like that's not even natural that's not a real person and then they're like pretending to touch their dick and i'm like this is uncomfortable i didn't pay for this i didn't sign up for this swipe 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 swipe,
1: swipe.
0: <laughs> i was showing my boyfriend last night i was like what is this look at these people he was like calm down <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I yeah, have to go. Let's, uh,
1: let's do that. Let's do some plugs. Katie, uh, where can people find you?
0: Katie Boyle Comic or uh, the uh, sh- uh, Katie Boyle Comic or the Shift Podcast. And where can people find you, Billy?
1: Uh well, they can find me on most places at the Billy Presida. That's PS and Peter R O C I D A. Uh, or just come uh, listen to the Man Whore Podcast if you're one of the shift listeners. Uh tuning in on Katie's feed. Yeah, dude. Yeah, come you can find me anywhere you find the shift. You can find the shift anywhere you find uh the man whore podcast. Uh, go subscribe to both of our shows. And I'm sure we've all got uh, we got patrons, we got social media. Come click our links. We love our, our we love our links being clicked.
0: Yeah, click the links.
1: (laughs) Click those links. Uh, Well, Katie, thanks for chatting with us. And uh, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody.
0: Bye. love you all.
1: Later. I don't know if anyone else caught this, but it was very fun for me in post uh, to discover. But on on, uh, at least a couple of occasions, Katie is referring to her thin body as emancipated. I think she meant emaciated. And oh my, I you know, editing the podcast on Juneteenth, that was kind of a, a funny, funny there. Uh, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Katie Boyle. Make sure to go check out the Shift podcast wherever you're listening to the manhor podcast. Uh, and and you, you'll see links to all of our socials here in the show notes. Man Con 2021. It's coming up August 12th through August 15th. And we have one room left. It's a, it's a more the merrier room. It has two queen-size beds, uh, and it can be reserved by two to five people. It's just a little over $800 for the entire weekend. Andrew a night? No, 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 no. It's like a little over, it's like $813 the whole weekend for two queen-size beds. Are you shitting me? And an amazing, fun, packed, sex-positive weekend with dope people like myself and fans of the show? Come on, get out of my face. J K L O L get in my face shoot me an email if you'd like to reserve that room with a friend or several friends hey also the fan whore fantasy football league we are still taking on owners every year we like to do a 30 uh, fancy football league with, with the the small intersection of fancy football players and sex positive weirdos who listen to this podcast who also have $30. Uh, so if you want to claim that room for ManwhoreCon, if you want to claim a spot for the FanHor Fantasy Football League, uh, or if you want to email me your comments, your questions, your criticisms, you can send any and all of that over to manhorpod at gmail.com. Uh, hey, everyone, read one news article about something you have a strong opinion about. Learn something new to like defend your position or, and I'll challenge this to you, Change your position. Hey, growth and change is cool. Humility is sexy. Enjoy your hot vac summer and stay slutty. It's the vibrator that has no equal. And now, Motor Bunny offers their thrusting sex machine, the Motor Bunny Buck. Enjoy a fanhor discount at manhorpodcom slash motorbunny or use promo code manwhore at checkout.